0: Hello everyone. My name is Patton. Welcome to the Boss Bay Blog podcast. I have MJ from Travel with MJ here with me, and she's going to introduce herself here shortly. So I'm the owner and CEO of bossbayblog.com, a small business directory that just recently went international. International baby. And we specialize in promoting small businesses in the US and outside of the US. So if you are a small business owner and you need some help with promoting your business and connecting with people who see the value in what you do, go ahead and head over to waspayblog.com and become a member ASAP. All right, so MJ, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Absolutely, well, my name is Miriam Jackson. I am the CEO of Travel with MJ, independent travel agency based in Georgia. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks for coming.
0: Thank you, thank you. So MJ is here to talk with me on a topic um, because she is one of our deluxe members in our directory. So you can shop with her after listening to this podcast if you need some travel resources. And you can also get some free insight on what we're about to discuss. So, our topic of the night is recognize a hater, recognizing a hater. So, there's different types of haters out there, right? And there's behaviors that tell you when someone is hating. Tonight, not only are we going to share with you a behavior that might tell you that you have a hater, um, but we're also going to give you some coping behaviors, things that you might be able to do to cope and just continue to stay positive and move forward during your journey of starting your business, starting your. Creations, whatever it is you do, if you're a crafter, an artist, a business owner, you know, you have goals, dreams that you're trying to pursue. Um, Tonight is the night that we talk about this. So let's start with one of the one of the I would say the more um, covert haters, the ones that you don't normally think about when, when you think of a hater. This is not the first person that comes to your head, but they can be just as dangerous and as toxic as any other hater. Right. So this is the convenient supporter or the convenience person. Um, This is usually someone who is always non-existent when you need them or when you're asking them to support you in any factor in your life, not just business. Hey, I just went through an accident. Do you think you could help me? I've been feeling sick. Um, No response. Hey, I have a business. Do you think you could share this? I know you like to talk on Facebook. Could you share my link? No response. Hey, I have a business event and it's actually right next door to your house. Do you think you could just stop by and say, hey, if you get a chance? No response. But then conveniently, conveniently, when things are going well, you are just popping and blowing up and people are giving you praise for the amazing things that you do and you're getting reviews and you're being seen in different rooms and different places. Conveniently, here they are. Hey, I'm so proud of you, sis. You keep going, girl. And then conveniently, when they need support or they need help or they need backup, guess where they are? Guess whose door they're knocking on? So these are the people who are conveniently available when they need something from you or when you're already doing well and you don't need any support. And inconveniently, when you need the support and you're drowning a little bit and you just want somebody that, that can you can lean on that you that has also leaned on you, um, or you just want a little encouragement or someone to give you a little push, Unconveniently, they're really not there. They're non-existent. They're never there. And then when you look back at their track record, and you start thinking about, what are the ways that they've shown up for me? Not just in business, but anywhere. It's almost non-existent. It's hard for you to remember. And so those are the convenient haters. And um, those are usually the ones that are the most frustrating to deal with because they usually tend to be people that have no reason to treat you that way and have no reason to um, be so inconveniently unavailable, but there are also people that are close to you that you love and care about. That tends to be the case. It's going to be someone that you look at every day or the person that asks you to drop their kid off at school or the person who asks you to share their business page or the person that ask you for free insight on how they can grow. I mean, it's usually going to be those people that are the, the um, you know, inconvenient, inconvenient ones. So um, when that is the case, you have to put in your mind that they are not the one you need to be angry with, You kind of have to treat them like that family member that you just love to death. You love them so much. You smile and every time you see them, you're happy, but you just know that you can't do too much with them. There's a limited amount of access you can give. You know that. And that's how you have to deal with it. If you're someone that, you know, you get emotional or you get upset thinking about it and you're human. So you might just get upset thinking about it. And I've had that experience where I'm like, okay, seems like you're only here when you see me doing very well. And when I'm asking you to support me, you're not, you're not there. Uh, but you do always need help or you're always asking for support or you want someone to drop you off or do this. So with that, I just had to treat them like that family member. I love you so much. But no, I'm not available this day. No, I can't do it. I got to stick to my schedule. No, I got a regimen. I got to take care of myself. No, I can't do any discounts. I got to stick to my partnerships or my clients. Those are the only things that I have going on right now. You can subscribe and become a client and then I can take care of you like I do the best of my clients. So, you know, that's those are the options we have available. But that is one coping. Um, and then the other type of hater I'll come back to. I'm going to let MJ share one type of hater or one behavior that someone who might be hating would be doing. So how do we recognize a hater, MJ?
1: mm mm-hmm. Can I piggyback on for what you just oh, said? Oh, yeah, go ahead, Okay, so as you were sitting here talking, I thought of two names. You know, here I am with names. Um, we have a convenient carry, and then we have a Mike Jones hater. Um, oh, Lord. Now, if you don't know the song for Mike Jones, um, I'm going to suggest that you go and listen to the song because the lyrics ring really true. Okay. I'm um, okay. That one over there. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that where it is. Um so to kind of <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna get to these podcasts all year. Not with that <laughs> one your head.
0: <laughs> trying I'm trying to keep a straight face to be seen them using podcasts
1: and it seems oh, like it's gonna be
0: a struggle.
1: Please yeah. proceed. I'm sorry.
0: You
1: though know it's not gonna happen with me. But anyway, um so another a hater that I I seem to identify with is a Snoop Dog hater. If you haven't seen the Snoop Dogg meme. Where he's giving this person the evil, bombastic side eye. Um, and, you know, that, that side eye can be given to you for whatever reason. Uh, you got your driver's license. You started your business. Somebody gave you a quarter. They just hate on the fact that it's you. Yep. It's solely not the fact that, you know, it was a quarter. Not the fact that it was a, you, you had a great doctor's appointment. It's you. Um, you just have to recognize that you have a hater and be okay with the fact that you're going to have haters. Um, I remember listening to somebody's comedy show. Don't remember who, but some, oh, I do remember who, but I'm not going to say that person's name on this podcast right now. They said, if you don't have haters, you're not (laughs) popping. Okay.
0: Now you got to share it. Now you got to tell us so we can go back and find them. Cat Williams. (laughs)
1: Oh, oh Lord! <laughs> See, that's why I said I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> but we gotta give the quotes. We
0: gotta give the quotes their
1: credit. So yeah, definitely want to
0: let him know. And you know, he been going. He been going off, but that's a
1: whole. He been going in, yeah, but you know, Mr. Ken like, said, if you no, don't have haters, or if you have a ex, if you have this amount, you need to get by this amount by the sometime. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's
0: true. That's very true. Okay, so you you definitely um rang off the bells, and you also shared some ways that you can cope through that uh we have another podcast guest tonight and she's going to be sharing as well so she's going to be sharing um one behavior that will help you recognize a hater and then after she shares that behavior she's going to give you one coping mechanism so we're going to go ahead and bring her on and and when i say coping guys please understand i'm not a professional therapist i do have a certification in professional counseling however i need to put that disclaimer when i'm saying coping i'm just meaning getting through this but if you are someone that's going through any kind of trauma then go ahead and just get you a professional. But I'm just talking about people who are going through the day-to-day things, who need ideas on how to get through this when they have people in their circle or around them that are haters. I mean, it sounds so easy, right? But when you have a lot on your plate and you've been trying to accomplish a lot and you're feeling like the world's on your shoulders, these sometimes need to be, these coping ideas need to be shared so that you can continue to move forward positively. All right, now that I've shared my disclaimer, my medical disclaimer, let's go ahead and bring on Lashonda. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast. So,
1: Nick,
2: is very important? How are you doing? I'm doing very
0: good. So, Hi,
2: Hello, how are you? Doing so mm-hmm. LaShonda,
0: can you please share with us what is one one thing that you use to recognize a hater?
2: Um one thing that I use Oh, there's is, an audio in the back. I don't
0: know if it'll it'll probably mix with um with the audio that we're doing so I don't want anybody not to be able to hear you.
2: Okay. Um one thing that I can recognize with well, this just recently happened to me with a hater um Especially with my business, um, the lady, the, the lady that I was talking to, she was like, "Oh, um, I can do, I can do that." Oh. And I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, um, "I'm pretty sure you can." <laughs> Is that easy? I know it's easy to do. Um, I won't, I would like for you to try that <laughs> to see if it's easy to do. Yeah.
0: Okay. So you're you're talking about the ones that usually only they only have something to say about what they can do when they see you talking about what you can do.
2: Right. Mm, mm -hmm.
0: Yes I am I am aware of those Mm -hmm. so can you please share with us what is one way that you cope through that how do you how do you respond to things like that?
2: Well I um the way I responded to her was I was like okay I was I was like well how can you go by doing I asked some questions about how can you go by doing it like if you want if like one it was one of my room sprays she was talking about and i was like okay well how can how do you make room spray and she couldn't really tell me right on back how you do it so i'm like okay
0: so you just ask
2: questions (laughs) okay i asked
0: questions (laughs) at the last party so listen but that's a really great point though. So when you have these kind of experiences asking questions, that is definitely um, a great way to respond because a lot of different people, depending on who you're talking to and what environment they're in, let me put that in there too, because if it's a business environment, that's different. If it's personal, that's, that's a different type of version you're going to get of a person. But a lot of people don't respond. So Um, Calmly And I guess uh, logically when they get responses like that, because to be honest, when someone is sharing something, I mean, this is just my opinion, but when someone is sharing something about themselves, I feel like that's an opportunity to celebrate that person. If you're a confident and secure person, like if you tell me I make room sprays because you do make room sprays, I feel like I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Versus me saying, oh, well I make room sprays too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that it really just, it depends um, on the person, I guess. But a lot of people who don't feel heard always feel like they have to be heard on everyone else's opportunity to be heard. other people's platforms, on other moments. So it's like, I see her saying, she does this. I can get on there and say, that's easy. I can do it myself. So, you know, I think that um, that, that tends to be had for people who are not always secure. Because when you're securing yourself, you don't necessarily feel the need to have to talk is so loud I mean you just you you are you do what you do for you you don't have to go to everybody else's platforms to you know announce that you do something you have your own platform when you're securing yourself so great great um perspective and great uh, way of responding to it because that's definitely a lot better than what I've heard people respond how I've seen people respond to those kind of comments um and you know I did have a few times where someone did that I did um, oh I was advertising my services. I was saying that I do uh, social media management because, you know, I have another business called My Beauty Coach and I provide social media and self-investment services. So someone, while I was advertising, felt the need to get on and say, oh, yeah, I provide that too and my prices are da-da-da-da-da. And I'm just like, okay, that's great. That's good to know. Glad to hear. Thank you so much for watching. I appreciate you for joining the platform. I mean, what else do we go from there? I mean... My prices are not going to be your prices. We're not going to have the same prices. So if you're sharing that because you think that our prices is what's going to really differentiate our brands, that's not going to be the case because someone can pay a cheaper price and still not be satisfied with what they receive. So price is not... Everyone's focus. Some people are focused on quality. Some people are focused on experience, and some people are focused on uh, confidence and security. And me, I don't feel the need to go and let someone know, "Hey, I do what you do, but I do it cheaper," because I'm I feel good in what I what I'm doing. When my price has changed, that's because the quality has changed or elevated. So that was my experience with that. I just said, "You know, congratulations, we
1: get the moving." Anybody got for that? What does that mean? Nobody got time for that. And that's what we call a dumb Dora around these parks.
0: You you would have to watch our previous podcast and know what MJ is talking about. It's called Somebody Should Have Told You. It's the original Somebody Should Have Told You podcast. So y'all got to check that out to learn about Dumb Dora and her persona, what she does to other people. But yeah. So great, great behavior, LaShonda. Can you please, um, MJ, do you have another one that you want to share? Another type of hater? Um, Come back to me. Come back to me. Okay, I'm gonna come back to you. So the first type of hair that I talked about was the convenient one, the convenient supporter, the convenient person who's conveniently there when you're doing well and unconveniently or inconveniently not there when you need their help or support. So the next person I'm talking about is the comparer, the person who's always comparing, which is similar to what Lashonda was talking about. She actually shared exactly what I was gonna present. So that person who uh passively compares what they're doing to you and sometimes it's not always so um publicized sometimes it's very private or intimate conversations and you don't realize it until later for example you might say oh um i just had somebody purchase a sale and i just got two sales they just spent sixty dollars and they might say something like sixty dollars I would have charged this or I would have done that because I do this like that. I wish I would do this. Somebody who's always has something to say about the way that you do something and they have a a, a need to like compare it. So sometimes people are just looking out for you. They wanna be honest with you about, like if they feel like you're not being treated right or if they feel like you're being taken advantage of, that is a, a possibility for a lot of people. But you have to be able to tell the difference. Usually the people who are looking out for you are explaining why. People who are comparing usually just come to drop a comparison or a passive aggressive comment about what you're doing and then go about their day. They're not trying to uplift you. They're not trying to help you. They're not trying to encourage you. And most importantly, this is the most important thing that I tend to look at when it comes to supporters. How do people give you feedback? Where do people give you feedback? If we are in a group in a room full of people, Um, And you decide that this is the perfect time to start giving me feedback on how my um, my event, uh, you know, needs to be changed because there's some things that should be updated and different. And you're announcing this as if it's a public conversation. Mm -mm. You're not supporting me because you need an audience to support me. That's that's just the truth. A lot of people need an audience to say what they need to say because they can't just tell you to their face or one on one. Or they can and they just choose not to because they wanna have a group of supporters and feel like somebody's with them. Those are the people that tend to be followers and they need followers with them. So when you have people that are always saying certain things in front of other people instead of to you directly about your mission and your goals and stuff like that, that's something that you really have to look out for and watch. doesn't mean every time that they're a negative person or that they're hating on you, not every time, but if it becomes a consistent thing, it's gonna be a problem. And you have to always remind yourself um, to respond. My coping way of dealing with it is reminding myself to always respond professionally and keep things direct. So if you wanna speak to me about business, I'd love to talk to you. Go ahead and set an appointment. Go ahead and book a consultation. Let's sit down and talk one on one. Oh, did you have questions over this? Okay, great. Go ahead and head to that website. Oh, you have questions over your own services? Great, you're a client already. Head over to our business resource portal. But we keep things direct. All communication is direct. There's no groups, there's no people. It tends to be a lot less messier that way. It tends to be a lot more organized that way. And feelings, um, you don't have to translate things that way. It's one-on-one communication, not he said, she said, or I watched her say this to her about this. So you have to really pay attention to how people give you feedback and how they talk about you in front of other people. If the energy changes when there's other people around, there's a chance that that person really doesn't like you. And they're not going to just tell you that because they're around you because they see that you bring people towards you. You attract people, you're alike. They gravitate to you. So they want to benefit from that. Why would they tell you they don't like you? No, they're gonna smile and they're gonna be in your corner and they're gonna talk about you and they're gonna talk at you when other people are around instead of to you on a one-on-one conversation. So that is another way to recognize a hater. That person is always saying something they don't have no business saying in front of other people when they when they know they have all of your contact information, that that's it. I give you an example. I had someone, um, I have so many examples, but I have to try to narrow it down to one. Okay, I had someone who get who had a concern and me, I don't mind assisting people with concerns because that's what I'm supposed to do. It's my business, you know where to contact me. Okay, I have multiple ways to reach me, multiple. This individual had all of them, my phone number, my email, my website, my client portal, every single avenue that you could possibly use to reach me or my assistant or my team members directly, she had, instead of coming to me directly, she went to social media, and she dropped her concern on social media. Now, social media, you do what you want on social media because it's your page at the end of the day. Like, I'm never gonna be someone to tell somebody what to do with your life and your time. But at the end of the day, if you really want a solution, you're not going to a group of people, you're not going to the, you know, the public. You're going to whoever it is that's gonna give you that solution. So if I'm the person that's gonna provide that solution for you, you're coming to me so that I can assist you with that solution. That's like going to, that's like going into a, a grocery store and then you realize the milk is spoiled. So instead of turning back around and going back in the store and saying, hey, this milk is spoiled, you go stand outside in the parking lot and get on top of the car and say, this milk is spoiled. <laughs> it's not going to give you the same results. Now, you might get escorted off the property. Some people might record it. Hey, it might go viral and maybe they will do something about it later on. But if you're really trying to get a quick solution, you're not going to stand up and go outside to the park and scream to the rooftops, this milk is spoiled. You're going right back in that store where you purchased the milk because you're literally right there and you know where to go. And you're going to say, hey, I just purchased this. This milk is spoiled. What's going on? And then if they don't assist you, by all means, go on out there, moonwalk out there and let everybody know this milk is spoiled and they're not helping me. <laughs> but if you wanted a solution, you went to the place where you know the solution will be provided first before you started trying to be broadcast into the world so that is another way that you can recognize somebody who might just be a hater and that's not just in business that's in everything you have a friendship you have a family member the friend doesn't tell you but they go tell all your other friends how they feeling about you and you got to find out from other people when they could have just came to you privately or they say something about you that they feel like they don't like in front of a whole bunch of other friends instead of just telling you directly yeah you probably have a hater so, um, that's one way that I, I cope through that is just to keep things direct and that's it. I only respond to direct and all I can do is direct you to where you can contact me directly. Okay. I'm not doing a group stuff. I don't do group conversations. Um, so what about you? <laughs> we don't do that. We, we grown folk. We don't do all that over here. Right. So, um, did you have another one, LaShonda or MJ that you want to share? Anything that popped up in your head?
2: Mm. I just don't like when people tell me that they like something, and then I hear from someone else that they say it's otherwise. Oh
0: yes, mm. oh yes, mm, Ooh. that's a good one. <laughs> that is a hater. <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Hate. So how have you how have you dealt with that situation? How have you coped through it? I
2: just me. I just ignore. Yeah. I That's ignore right. them. And the person who's telling me the information, I just let them know I don't even want to hear it. Mm. I love that.
0: Because I mean it, it does like pick at your minds, your mindset. What about so, you,
1: I, I got questions on that one. How do they feel so comfortable talking to you about that? One? <laughs> I, I got, got questions. questions.
0: I think mean, she had something to say because she was rapping back and forth.
1: I got <laughs> now no. I understand I'm supposed to take the high road and I'm around a lot of people who take the high road um you know but I'm not that person who always takes the high road um, you know there are a lot of Michelle Obamas like around me you know when they go low you go high um I tend to meet energy um why do they feel comfortable with talking to you or talking down on me to you right. you have must, you must have you must have presented yourself as an op you're not yep you're not yeah i mean i i definitely um
0: you know what you're not have i do have some feedback on that okay i got some pushback but i agree with what you're saying here's the thing depending on my friends I, i know my friends very well and i know how they would want me to respond in certain situations a lot of times i have some friends when I'm in a room where somebody says something or they might do something, they don't want me to say anything. Just leave it alone, don't say anything about it. Just let me know so I'm aware in the future and we keep pushing. So there's some places where they, they're they in business wise where you know we might meet up with people that you wouldn't even know because I know my friend doesn't want me to speak or say anything that would cause any kind of tension. So I just keep it pushing and that's it. Now, sometimes, I have situations where I feel like, no, we're not gonna do that. So I just I say it. But you know, it depends on the person. Sometimes I have to ask permission. Sometimes I have to see how the other person feels. But you but that that's why I put that out there, MJ, because I have had times where someone has come to me and said, Hey, I just heard this or I just found this out. But what you know, how did you want me to respond about it? They don't say anything because everybody doesn't know who you're connected with until they open their mouth. Then they find out after. So if someone tells me, you know what I'm saying, oh, like they right. don't know that I love, I love um, travel with MJ. So if you come over here and you say, "I was on travel MJ's page," and oh my gosh, she is too much. How would you know that I love travel MJ until you've said that? Well, babe, you Unless I said that? it before. Now, how I respond after that? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, yes. yeah. And I get I complete, complete what you're
1: saying. What I'm, what I'm. let say what I'm saying is more of. This one person who is always bringing back the dog bone. You the only <laughs> one bringing back the dog right. bone. <laughs> right. Like, like this person gave you the dog bone. You handed it off. But I'm only getting the dog bone from you. Okay. okay.
0: You. you know what? You right. You right. Just okay. you.
1: It's just you. Okay. Mm-hmm. I see what you're talking about. The, the um, questions that I need you to answer. And the first the question, question is why do they feel so comfortable talking about,
0: talking about me to you? The bad news bearer, I get exactly what you're saying. No? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. There goes another hater. That wasn't the one I was thinking about, though, but there's another
0: bad one. Bad right news bearer. There. Yeah, you're right. It is another hater because it is true. Right. I, I had um a few times where I think people, sometimes they just say stuff because they want, you to, they want nice. you to say something. So they can go back and have something else to say. So, oh, so-and-so said this about your business. Huh? And then they just sit and wait to see what you got to say back. Okay. <laughs>
1: Now, to, to be yeah. completely fair and honest, I have grown. Um, <laughs> I still reside on the corner of Praises he What got I Do and Nothing You Buck Boulevard. You know, a couple of years ago, I used to be like the the center resident of If You Buck Boulevard. Oh. Now <laughs> I'm to the true. corner of Praises What I Do and Nucky You Buck Boulevard. I'm still there.
2: Oh.
1: Just, i'm just not i'm not all the way there now Mm -hmm. i've I've had to learn with business you can't always give the people what they think they want what they need what they need if you think you want this response from be i promise you you're not ready for it anyway um (laughs) (laughs) let me get back to praises when i do boulevard over here not Lucky buck street um i did have one more one more hater just one more hater and i'm gonna be done okay the obvious hater Mm. oh we just have, we we have obvious haters in the world. The ones who are just going to flat out tell you, I don't like you. I don't like what you look like. I don't like what you stand for. I don't like you. Yeah. Oh. How do you go? They're not trying to sugarcoat it. They're not trying to hide it. They're <laughs> there. Loud and happy and just loud. proud. miserable. loud, Roo. loud, live, and they live in color from wherever they reside. Living my life like it's golden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> they like um, Jill Scott 2.0, 3.0, but they yeah.
1: version. Yeah. Like, like you just you just you there, you know you you're a hater, you acknowledge that you're a hater. Yeah. And you hate it. So how do you cope with that? Again, this is going back to me being on the corner of praises what I do in Nugget View Buck Street. Because if I was still a permanent resident on Nugget View Buck Street. My response would not be the same as where I am now. And I'm just going to be completely transparent with it. Um, Now, my response is, okay, I know you're hating. I don't need to give you my energy. Yeah. Because the more energy I continue to give you, the less energy I have for the people who actually want to see me win. Yes. I love that. Um, And... Like I said, I'm still working on that. There's still some times that I just want to give them the business. And <laughs> <laughs> and uh I can't now that I'm a business owner. Now back when I wasn't a business owner, you could catch these words.
2: You catch these I know sometimes I have to watch myself. <laughs> it's hard. I know it is. It's hard.
1: Especially it's when you used to be a resident of Nuggett
2: View Book Street. <laughs> it takes
0: a lot of growth. It takes a lot of patience. And I always say that there's a, there's a strength in people who are calm, who are kind, and who are um, very mature with their responses. There's a strength in them that you don't understand. And that's why, you know, people always say, don't take kindness for a weakness, because that's not what it equates to. It takes a lot of energy to say, I really want to tell you where to go, but instead I'm going to tell you check out phosphatevlog.com if you like any of my services (laughs) and if not not, have an amazing day (laughs) people don't understand that so you know when you start doing it it's like man but uh, again i think that it's a challenge that is needed for people who are leading when you are a leader when you're a business owner entrepreneur and you're growing your, your brand your craft or your dreams it's needed because at the end of the day um A lot of times when, like you said earlier, when you give people that energy, it's like you're rewarding them for
2: nothing, you know?
0: we're rewarding them with our time, with our presence, with our energy, with all of that, when they've done nothing to really receive that. So really, um, the only response that that is uh, appropriate for me when that kind of stuff happens is just, uh, thank you very much. Have an amazing day. I can tell you, you know, exactly what it is we need to do, but... I'm not going to be spending too much energy or time on it. Like why? For what? Why? I have actual clients. I have actual clients. <laughs> so I'm not trying to do all that. And when I say that, I'm not talking about actual clients. That's not an insult to people who are in business and don't have clients yet. Yeah, it's it's basically saying you're not even a client, a supporter, a customer, a follower, a subscriber. Like I have actual people who want to see me win. Like MJ said earlier. So I can't I can't give you any of this time. Like what? these little three minutes of me going back and forth with you needed to be spent on ways that i'm going to surprise the people who show up for me every day or show up for me in however ways that they do by sharing by subscribing that five minutes i spent talking to you back and forth about you know my services and my prices i could have been spending creating a newsletter for all of my subscribers to make them smile so they can remember why they're connected with boss pay Love. so it's, it's a productivity thing um and it's very hard to do but once you get it down it becomes a lot easier day by day. So, congratulations, Travel MJ. Congratulations, Miriam. Thank on that, you know, thank Elevation, you know, you sharing, you sharing. Mm-hmm. And you know, I definitely think we all have our our opportunities. Because for me, in the beginning, I think it was more about like <clears throat> I'm a professional. I'm a professional way of uh, communicating. I don't have to, you know, share my personal thoughts, my unfiltered thoughts. But sometimes people don't need a response you don't need to give a response Mm -hmm. it's not required it's not needed and it does nothing because the mindset that that person is in based off of how they spoke to you the first time should tell you that it's a waste of energy to proceed any further so for me my growth was when i stopped responding to things that were just not serving me or things that were negative or ignorant or anything that that comes across in any kind of negativity I just stop responding you -hmm. tell me what it is I give you my response you have something next okay I just can't help you like there's nothing I can do for that kind of mindset so a lot of times we tend to want to be like tit for tat (laughs) I'm gonna get you or I'm gonna do this but in reality everything doesn't need a response after you've given your energy the first time you've presented what you have to offer if they're not taking that for what it is there's nothing left to talk about. We we'll cool. just keep moving on to the next person. And I have to learn that because, um, you know, MJ knows because she was around the time when it happened. But I had I would have people, you, you maybe you all have experiences, but I've had people sometimes on social media, they will say something like, um, what's the point of this? Why would you do this? Why do an ad like that? Why would we... <laughs> I don't understand why everybody's doing these ads. Don't Mm. get me wrong. On your own platform with your own friends, cool. But going to someone else's platform or their post or their event to say, what's the point of doing this? I don't understand that. That takes a lot of energy out of your day to do that. So I mean, for people who do that, I don't even know what to say. Like I feel my heart goes to them because I don't have the energy in me to go to someone else's platform or someone else's post or someone else's thing to talk about what they're doing and say, what's the point of this? And I also think that it's a little negative because if I really wanted to know the point of this, I would just reach out to them directly. I don't feel the need to bring everybody into the conversation. That's just me, I'm an intentions person. So when I do something, I think about what is someone gonna think when they see me do this or when they hear me say this? What intentions are they gonna feel that I have behind this. Now, I can't control everybody's feelings, but I try to think about how I'm presenting myself to people so they know it's coming from a genuine place and they're not feeling attacked. And when you go to someone in a group talking about, what's the point of this? Why do you do your ads like this? Everybody's doing these weird little poses on their face. That doesn't really sound genuine. It just sounds like you just want to find the right one and you will find the right one one day. So in this situation, I've had people do that. And um, man, I had a time where I was just like, I professionally responded and I said something like, um, you know, this post isn't about promoting or advertising. This post is about a free opportunity. If you want the free opportunity, here's the link. If you don't, I have consultation links where I can teach you my ways on why I promote, how I do on social media. Long story short, I'm not giving you my tactics on how I sell and promote my business for free. That's free time. I don't have to waste, but I really didn't need to respond to that because I saw based off the first response, where that person's mindset was at and the fact that this was a free opportunity that I was offering to people. Anytime someone's bringing you something free, the answer is either no thank you or thank you. One of the two for me, okay? So if that's your response when somebody is offering something for free to you, then that already tells me, number one, I don't want to do business with you. Number two, I don't want anything to do with you. And I think I just need to move on to the next person down the line because this this specific inquiry got over 180 people inquiring and I had over 80 interviews in the year 2024 so clearly something was working people were interested in their signing up and I was interviewing so I think that I shot myself in the foot when I felt the need to even respond because I saw what kind of you know stuff they had to present the first time so I learned in 2023 um better ways to just go ahead and step back. You know, sometimes you need a professional response to make it clear where you stand and what's going on. And sometimes you don't need any responses because common sense for some people, it should just tell them. And if it don't tell them, you thought you were going to be able to do it. They gone all their life talking to people like this and you just thought your response, your tit for tat was going to change who they are. No, y'all are going to argue and go back and forth and then they're going to go about their life doing the same thing. And you have wasted your precious, valuable time that you will never be able to get back on this person so again that that's something that it really took um it took everything in me because baby when i tell you i'm a a huge believer in mind your business that pays you (laughs) i am (laughs) so when i see other people not practicing that way of life it does tend to sometimes want to irk me i mean some things you do need to speak up about you have to but things that aren't hurting you that aren't hurting anyone and clearly someone's getting something from it it just seems like you're hating because you're not getting where you want to be yeah. you know what i mean so for me to give you that energy and time and go back and forth or tit cat, mm, no i just keep it moving so that's something that i learned and i'm glad that i was able to take that because time is money and, and we don't have no time to be giving up free like okay. yeah, yeah. That's my um, my last my last little tidbit on the haters um, and my coping mechanisms or whatever you like to call them, ways to move forward. Um, Lashana, did you have any last one before we close out?
2: Mm, they're just about it. Okay.
0: <laughs> like she like, we wrapped it all up. So um, th- those are the different types of haters and different ways that we can move past them. Um, now that we talked about haters, guys, you can stay tuned for our next podcast. But we will be talking about how to recognize a genuine person. So yes, we're talking about the haters because it's real and it's out there. But I don't want us to get so caught up in just the negative that's out here. I want us to remember that we have to acknowledge and appreciate the positive. So when you meet good people in your life, taking advantage of those people in a positive positive way so that you can continue to move forward and grow. Because I think one of the biggest mistakes that people make is they focus so much on the negative and the haters and the no's that they forget about the yeses and the supporters that are next to them we invest all of this energy into that person who barely wanted to support our business and we're doing all this stuff for them taking in the work taking in the school um dropping off stuff uh buying from their website and then you have somebody who's asking for nothing of you and they just want to support you and you spend a little bit of time with this person so basically how do we transfer that energy so that we can be really showing the people that are in our corner that we appreciate them and we love them before we lose them because life is not promised to anyone and i think that a lot of people forget that so we're going to talk about how to how to recognize a genuine person what is one behavior that you find in a genuine person and how do you recognize or reward those kind of behaviors in your life? Simple as that. And if you wanna shout out, you know, shout out genuine people or shout out a a circumstance that you experienced, feel free to do that. But um, before we go, LaShonda, did you want to introduce your business to everyone that's listening?
2: Yes, my business is LMI Collections. I do room sprays, I do card fresheners, I do candles, I do wax melts. Um, I'm located in Baton Rouge, Louisiana for the locals, and you can can look at my website at www.lmicollectionsllc.net.
0: All right, thank you so much, and welcome to our podcast panel. LaShonda, we actually have an interview coming up with LMI Collection, LLC, so everyone, I want you to make sure you stay tuned, because this podcast is going to have some amazing offers, I'm just saying. I can't spoil anything for y'all, but I will say that you don't want to miss this podcast. So make sure you have um, those notifications turned on on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and on RSS and on our website. Any platform that you subscribe to from Boss Bay Blog, turn them on because these podcast interviews are about to be hot. All right. Thank you so much, ladies. You have an amazing evening. Bye bye, everyone. Thanks for watching the Boss Bay Blog Podcast.